You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey everybody, you're listening to Jamie D and Big Newt. Once again, we're coming at you in the middle of every week talking Buffalo Bills football. For Big Chris Newton, I'm Jamie D'Amico, and we are really happy to have you. Today, we will be discussing the week that was, as well as, and this is a little bit unique, we're going to discuss developing trends that we have noticed about the Buffalo Bills, because we are at, if you can believe it, the quarter point of the season Great to have you back here with me, Big Newt, though I wish I saw you on Sunday. I know, man. I was a wuss. I wussed out. You called me like, Big Newt, meet me in my house by 930. We're going to roll up, have a good time, man. But I wussed out, man. I, I didn't come through, man. I owe you one, bro. No, you, you don't. You were the smart one because when I got that text message of a friend of ours who was also going to be there, it's like, all right, what's the story, guys? I write back, I'm on my way. And what did you write? I think it was, I'm in my bed in Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my bed in Richmond Sunday morning. Just called my mom before she go to church, and I was watching probably Canaan or something. I'm watching Power. So that's what I do on Sunday morning. So, yeah, I, yeah, I just I didn't feel it. And that's, that's one thing I am about game time decision. When I got to hop on the road, I'm like, I just don't feel it, man. Even though they did have tickets in my price range. I was like, if I find a ticket for 30 bucks, I'm going. And they were up. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. I don't <sighs> want to talk about ticket prices because I bought mine a week before, before Ian was making its way up the East Coast mm-hmm. and causing a torrential nor'easter that dumped on us all day. Oh, my God. I, honestly, had I waited one day longer, I would not have purchased those seats. Mm, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't have gone either. I would have been in bed at 10 a.m. also. But you did go. But I did go. And I'm sure you're glad you did from the simple fact that's one of the best wins we've had in a long time, man. The uh, ninth largest comeback in franchise history. You could say you were there. I I was there. And let me tell you, I didn't have a shred of fun until about the two-minute warning in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) Because the Bills, I I have to say, it it was raining. They, They were out there not looking like a real team. It was as it was as Mike Florio said when he was watching the game. He was like, "Oh my God, did the Miami Dolphins break this team?" Because they were so off balance on defense. It seemed like Lamar could do anything he wanted. The Bills' offense looked like they hadn't even gotten off the bus. And I'm like, "Why did I spend all this money? Why am I out here in the rain?" Well, thank you, boys, for allowing me to believe that I'm not the reason that the team loses because every time I go to a game, they do. I got a quick question. Yeah. Was any part of you thinking I need to leave? 
Now, when we were down 20 to 3, let's say if we wouldn't have scored right before half, were you thinking, man, I'm about to get out of here? Like, I'm not sitting out here for this. No. Okay. And good. good. It's because this is not the team of yesteryear. If this was if this was Nathan Peterman's Bills or EJ Manuel's Bills or Trent Edwards, just go through the litany of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I would have had no faith that they could come back from a 20 to, 20 to 3 deficit. But this is Josh Allen's Bills. It, this is must-see TV. When they yeah. get down big, now you have a chance for a big comeback. And we- I, if that was going to happen, I wasn't going to miss it. And that's fair. And that's what we got, man. Lucky you, bro. I know, right? That was good stuff. That was worth every dollar and every effort you did made to go up there. And honestly, it was a ton of fun. Went with Buddy John and Tutu and Karee. And then we sat a little bit down the road from Greg and his kids. And we managed to join in a tailgate of strangers who we just walked up to a large group of people wearing Bill's gear. We're like, hi, we're here. They're like, great. Have a dog. (laughs) Don't you love that? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You've said it so many times. Oh, yeah, man. Every time I go to Buffalo game in Buffalo, man, I walk through and then everybody like, hey, hey, you know, and then come on, hang out here. It's beer. Here's a hot dog. And I'm like, I like beer. I like hot dogs. Okay, cool. (laughs) And then you make lifelong friends, man. I'm telling you, I got so many texts after that game, bro, from just random people that I met in the parking lot, man. Yeah, let's go Bills. Let's go Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Uh, That doesn't happen to everyone. Uh, It doesn't happen to everyone. Yeah, that's fair. You're magnetic. You understand this. I know you downplay it, but you must understand it about yourself by this point. I don't know, man. I just, you know, big old dude. Like he looked like he liked to eat and drink, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Murph. Murph texted me. Was like, "Let's go Buffalo. This is the year of the Buffalo." I was like, "Okay, let's go." Murph. I haven't heard from Murph. that guy in a while. I know. That's what I'm trying to say, man. You know, I just love how it brings us all together, man, you know. So it's good stuff. It's good it stuff. The, the sense of community, man. Can't yeah. get it anywhere else, right? Yeah, man. We all supported each other when we were down and we were bad, and now we're good, man. So <laughs> it, it feels good, you know. I think I'm – you know, Simone – just a quick note. We're going to talk about the game, but just a quick note I'm, I need your help with. Um, Simone made homecoming court this week, right? Oh, so my re- God. Of course she did. Not and only re- is she, like, a wonderful child, she's also beautiful. Well, thank and, you. And her friends rec- recognize the talent. I love it. Thank you. And so uh, I'm writing a convertible for the parade. So she, her and her, uh, you know, the prince will be riding with us or whatnot. And I think I'm going to wear my, my reason I'm bringing this up is I was thinking about what to wear. Should I get a haircut? Leave it long. What am I going to wear? Am I going to wear tennis shoes trying to look cool to the younger people? And I was thinking, I think I'm going to wear jeans, my Jordans, and I think I'm going to wear my Bills jackie. And she was like, I think that'd be cool. Because there's, I went to the high school game last week, and it was about four or five kids I saw with Bill's gear on. And I'm like, man, we're the cool team. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're the, we're the cowboys. We're the, we're the cool team that the kids like. So I'm going to wear my throwback Bill's jacket. I think they'll get a kick out of that. As long as she approves of it. Because, mm-hmm. see, what I'm thinking... I'm thinking you wear you wear the suit because it's a dress up sort of thing. You wear, you wear a suit with your nice white shirt under it, with your Jordans and a Bills cap. Mm, okay. Well, we looked at the picture last year. I didn't go to homecoming last year, but we looked at the picture. Okay. So everybody gets an escort, and so it, you're right. It was a guy in a suit. 
Then it was guys in jeans and button ups. And then it was guys in jeans and tennis shoes and a t-shirt. So it kind of ranged from everything. You know, it ain't at the actual dance. It's just a parade where they, right. I mean, uh, the parade and then the game. And then you come out, you escort your person out. So it's going to be out on the football field. I feel like if I was going to the actual dance, that's when they dress up. Ah, uh, so, okay. But yeah, it was one guy in a suit, but then everybody else was, you know, so. Oh man, what a wonderful opportunity, wonderful experience for both of you. Well, thanks, man. Thank you. You, uh, you you've got to be so proud of that, girl. I am. I love my kids to death. I'm sure everybody do, but I'm like, man, I want to represent the Bills, and I think the kids will go nuts. <laughs> That's what I want. Like, I wanted a little bit of it for me. I want the kids to go nuts. Like, yeah, Bills Mafia. I think we're going to get that. So I, I, I don't know why. Do it. I, I don't know why you telling me that. I'm, I'm so excited right now. I feel like it's my own child. <laughs> well, and, and I'm getting to go in, like, escort her. I, I don't know why I feel like this. Well, Uncle JBD, man, you part of the family, bro. Ah, okay. Yeah. And maybe part that's of the family. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Ah, God, I can't wait to tell my wife. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. It's good time of year, so. All right. So, yep. uh, you have to make sure that you post pictures of that. Oh, most definitely. Most because we, we do want to see you mm-hmm. in in all of your glory. Yeah, all the glory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the week Back that the was. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about the game. The likes and dislikes we're going to do a little bit differently this time. And then we are going to get into what we are seeing as trends that are developing for the 2022 Buffalo Bills. So, Newt. Yes, sir. Even though you claim to be a pessimist, I'm far more pessimistic than you are. So I would like to hear the three things that you like. I will tell you the three things I didn't like from the week that was against the Ravens, and then we will go on to discuss all of the above. Okay. It's it's weird because it's like, I don't know if you feel like this ever since the last two years we had our podcast. When you watch the game, it's like you're thinking of narratives. And yes. I swear, man, the first half, I'm like, oh, man, we're going to get on here and I'm just going to go to town and this is bull crap and all that. But then as we came back, man, hey, the whole narrative changed, my tone, my notes, all that changed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, OK, I got to, you know, you know, throw these notes away and make some new notes now because it's a whole different tone. Man. I, I do agree that you watch the game very differently you watch when it you differently. have to discuss it after like, the fact. Yep. and. The dirty secret that that I do want to tell the listeners, it's actually easier to do a podcast after a loss because when you have a game like against the Titans, like what can you say? You're like, yes, this team is awesome. Josh Allen is amazing. They're going to the Super Bowl. Try to stop them. Podcast over. Right, (laughs) And and people might not understand that. You would think it would be easier to do a pod after a win, but we've discussed this last year. It's harder to do it, y'all, because people don't want to hear the negative after the win. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to talk about negative things, and people going to text us and go on Twitter like, oh, shut up. Yeah, we're the greatest. We're going to win the Super Bowl because people don't want to hear it. People do not want to hear anything negative about their team. And I think that is one of the reasons Sal Capaccio is so beloved amongst Bills fans is he will give you the negative, but he couches it in a way that it seems palatable as opposed to other people in the radio market are just negative, negative. Right. And people hate them for it. Right. Yeah. 
I agree. Anyway. Yep. Hey, I don't know. I, I like I enjoy Sal. Um I, everybody loves I, Sal. I enjoy Sal. He do get some pushback though. I've heard I heard people call him a homer and you know, sometimes, but yeah, large and uh for the large case, I think, yeah, people love him because of his delivery. Mm-hmm. And they should, because he's mm-hmm. great. Yep. So anyway. I, usually we do three things we don't like, three things we do like, but after this win, I got a whole laundry list of things that I liked. Just tell me, man. <laughs> just tell me. Just list uh, off what you liked. I will tell you what I didn't like, and then we'll we'll dive in. Okay. The second half offense. Okay. Boom. And when I say second half offense, I'm also uh, talking about the TD drive right before the half, which was probably the biggest one. Number two. Uh, Singletary, motor, going for almost 100 yards of offense, receiving and rushing. Mm-hmm. I like Shakur coming in, okay? I like Shakur, even though he only had two catches, 23 yards. I liked him. They're big catches. They Well, the one, his first one was 14 yards, was masterful, mm-hmm. all right? I like Josh Allen's day. Did you? Yes. Am I, all right, so am I just... Telling you, and then we're gonna go back to it and expound because I feel like I'm expounding while I'm talking. About it. <laughs> but Josh Allen's day, and we'll come back to that. Um, I like before the game looking at the injury report. Hmm. Okay, that was part of my day. Uh, I like Elam. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was more than three things, but those are all the things I like, man. Okay. Okay. I did not like the fact that the team just didn't seem like they were ready to play when they came out of the tunnel. Yep. Don't know what that was. Team didn't look like it was ready. Generally speaking, didn't love the rushing offense. Don't like that Josh Allen is the leading rusher. And this is something that we're going to come back to in the trends. And outside of those two things... I. I, I can say that I also don't like the fact that they were sloppy. There was dropped passes. Yeah. There was uh, there there was penalties, and the fact of the matter is, it's one thing if the ball is slipping through their hands, but it wasn't. They were they were dropping passes. Passes were bouncing off of their hands and changing directions, like going the other way. You saw mm-hmm. that with James Cook. You saw one which Gabriel Davis. Um, held his hands up, and the ball went between his hands without even touching either one of them. It's like, what the hell just happened, man? And that leads me to the last thing I didn't like, which was the the performance of Gabriel Davis. And there there may be reasons for that. However, I will say this. Getting open, that's an ankle problem. Not catching the ball, that's a brain problem. That's a brain problem. I agree. I totally agree. People were on Twitter like, man, we need to find out what OG, OG, uh, OBJ. Yeah, OBJ was going to do, man. We need to figure out this receiving thing like this week. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he's not going to be ready to get on the field for another month. Right. He won't be ready. Right. And so then, uh, one Twitter, I'm sorry, I should give credit to who this is, but he was like, if we don't get an answer from uh, Odell, then we need to go out to Deshaun uh, Jackson. I like, did hmm. see that. Hmm. Um, I'm like, hmm, okay. Though, he's kind of a bad human. Right. <laughs> so I'm not sure they'd want him around. 
Yeah. But right. anyway, so let's talk about that game. All right. And, and let's let's start with the narrative that they didn't look like they were ready to play when they came out of the tunnel. I agree. I, I, it felt like, and I don't know, you were there, but watching on TV, it felt like the first half, the rain affected us, or the weather and conditions affected us, and didn't it affect uh, the Ravens. Can we blame the weather, or can we say that they just come out of the gates slowly? Okay. In most games. I feel like that's one of your trends. It is one of my trends. Okay. <laughs> I got you. So they came out of the gate slowly again. Mm-hmm. They're sloppy. What is it? Is is it almost as if that they go out there and they say, do whatever you want. You're going to show us your tendencies and then we're going to adjust to it at halftime. And that's what I was about to say. Is it we start slow or we just great at halftime adjustments? Because we've only given up, what is it, one touchdown in the second half in four games? And yes. I, I don't mean to steal one because I feel like that's one of your trends no, too. No, it's not. Oh, okay, good. All right, so, yeah, we've only given up one touchdown in the second half of four games. And that's mm-hmm. wonderful. That's showing that you're making adjustments. You're seeing what's going on. You're going to your little iPads. Um, you talk about it, and then you fix it. So I look at that as a positive. Mm. Okay, that that's good, but I feel like if you're going to be the best of the best, you've got to put it together for 60 minutes. Like, okay. This team gets to the Super Bowl. What happens if they spot the other best team in the NFL a big lead? Can you count on them to come back when, when it's, you know, when it really counts? Yeah, that could be a thorn. I could see that. That could be a potential problem. But worries me. But this might be another one of your trends. We're top five in both offense and defense. We're the only team in the NFL like that. If we stay this course, then inevitably, unless we, I mean, if we stay this course, let me get my words right. If we stay this course, then we will be one of the top seeds in the playoffs. And then hopefully, inevitably, we'll go to the Super Bowl, right? Right. If we stay this course. Well, that's a good point, man. One of the top five in offense, top five in defense. So I do agree that that could be a concerning problem, just like our rushing offense could be a, a, a problem, too, depending on Josh Allen. But, man, we, we we got a couple of things we can work on, but, man, we do a lot of things right. That's all I'm saying. So far, yes. the, first four, the first four games. And, okay, the Bills are going up against – uh, with the Ravens, the Ravens were the number one offense in football. They give teams fits because they do it differently than anyone else. They have all those run options. You don't know whether they're going inside or outside. One of the players is Lamar Jackson, who's just one of the best athletes we've ever seen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He can chuck the ball. He's got these big tight ends that are going in patterns downfield that are a, a matchup nightmare. You want to get the ball out of his hands and I have to hand it to them. They did a really good job of containing Lamar. We did. We did. Like, if Lamar Jackson runs for 200 yards, it doesn't shock me in any given game. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. let's give credit where it's due. 200 and what? About 210 yards of offense, 144 uh, passing, 70-something rushing, just like Josh Allen. 
uh, one touchdown with two costly picks. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar Jackson, to me, Lamar Jackson was Lamar Jackson against Buffalo. I mean, I think this is starting to be a trend because how we did them in the playoffs. So I, I thought another thing that was wonderful was us bottling up Mark Andrews. Yes. Yes. What, two receptions on the day? Yep. Two receptions for 15 yards. Teron Johnson did a massive job uh, covering him. And, and that should be a huge mismatch because he's got like, Mark Andrews has like 50 pounds on Taron Johnson. Mm-hmm. And there were, you know, there was one 10 yard play, went for first down. Johnson got dragged a little bit attempting to tackle. It was kind of funny to watch in person because it, it looked like me trying to tackle you yeah. initially, or, you know, the, the kid trying to tackle his big brother. But the thing is, Mark Andrews has been lauded as probably the best receiving tight end in football right now, outside of maybe Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. The Bills shut him down. The Bills have been really good at covering tight ends over the past few years, haven't they? We have. And, it, and, I, and I just tweeted out because uh, my boy Law School, who's an avid listener out in San Diego. <laughs> you haven't talked about Law School in a while. My boy Law School, man. Shout out to Law School, man. He uh, uh, texted me this morning. And was like, yeah, man, tell Jamie, his boy Bryant, man, hey, he balled this weekend because you called it out last week. And he listened. And he was like, man, because you were saying how you liked him. And uh, he said he balled out. So he sent me um, a video, and I just put it up on Twitter. So check me out at Big Newt, um, Big underscore Newt, excuse me. And they broke down that last series on the goal line, how Bryant blew it up. Yes, for, how um, he took on three blockers on blocker. one play. Exactly. So you saw it. So I, I retweeted it. And that's and that's what it looks like, man. You got to blow that crap up, man. And, and for the guy to be undrafted free agents and all this up, practice squad players coming in and making plays like that, man, That that's really telling, man. So uh, he wanted me to tell you that, and uh, I retweeted it. Well, thank you, law school. Thank you for listening, and thank you for remembering. Mm-hmm. I, I oftentimes have no clue what I had just said. You called that deficiency. It's terrible. You called it, man. You called it. Well, yeah. I mean, I think they got to keep him on the active roster. I believe it was a uh, a breakdown from former offensive lineman Jeff Schwartz, right? Yeah. Yes, it was Schwartz. Good job. Yep. Yeah. So I I watched that after you posted it, and I was totally impressed. Mm -hmm. Totally impressed. And Matt Milano makes the tackle in the backfield, which would have never happened without Schwartz. It was actually a well-designed play by the Ravens. Right. But that's what happens when you win at the point of attack. Exactly. It was almost like student body right, man. And they go heavy, and he diagrammed how our personnel went went right with him, and they couldn't get anything out of it, and they're a great running team. So that just shows our versatility, bro. But once again, I don't expect anything less from a team that's top five in the NFL in defense. Right. You know, especially – and that goes back to what I said about the pluses, about uh, how once I saw the injury report, Okay, once I saw, okay, we we don't have Phillips and we don't have Ed Oliver, but you can't tell me we would have won this game without Poirier, man. Two picks. Um, if we were out there with young guys again, I don't think we would have won this game. I can tell you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Jaquan Johnson doesn't make that second interception. Right. Because if you look at the All-22 footage, and this was something that was discussed by uh, Cover One, they showed this. 
Jordan Poyer was in the middle of the end zone. Duvernay was in the corner of the end zone all by himself. Nobody was around him. Jordan Poyer looks to his left, sees that nobody's covering Duvernay, runs from the center of the end zone all the way over to the back corner and intercepts it. Lamar Jackson was not able to see that this guy was open because he had a pass rush in his face. Right. Shaq Lawson had himself a day being on the field for over 50% of the snaps, which is unbelievable. But they did that because he's so good at playing against the uh, the run option offense mm-hmm. that the Ravens have. Mm-hmm. And Jaquan Johnson, I like him as a player. He doesn't have the experience of Poyer, probably doesn't have the athleticism that Poyer has. Poyer got on his horse and got over there and made a huge play because even if that that ball falls incomplete, the Bills are starting from their their own two-yard line. Right. This took them all the way out to the 25. Yeah. It was a huge play. It was a game-changing play. And oh, by the way, Poyer, four interceptions in three games played this season. Hello. Crazy. Now everybody talking about do we pay him? And unfortunately, probably not. We got to figure it out, man. Got to figure it out. Gotta figure if it if out. you pay him, you got to let go of someone else. Yeah. But on that play, was Shaq Lawson was in on that play, right? Was that him getting held at the top? That was him getting held at yeah. the top. And I was like, they're not going to throw the flag. Jalen was sitting there yelling at me, they're holding him, they're holding him. I like, they're not going to call that. No. They're, they're going to let the play play on. It was and, extremely blatant, too. Yeah, it was. And it was right in front of the reference right there, right? But in a situation like that, they're not going to throw a flag. And they're at home. So, um, But, yeah, the wide receiver was open in the back of the end zone. And thank God we got a rush on uh, Lamar because if he would have saw him, he would have hit him. That would have gotten ugly. I think they would have scored. But because he was backpedaling and uh, evading the rush, he threw the ball late and we picked it off. And so you're right. That was – I mean, and this is one of the questions I was going to ask you at Prompto. If you – um, if you was the coach of the Ravens, would you have went for a touchdown or would you just took the points in the red zone? Interesting question, because there was how much time on the clock at that point? Oh, like About five minutes? minutes, four minutes, five four minutes. minutes, four minutes. Yeah. After that drive that took them all the way from their own four yard line down to the two yard line, it looked like the Bills defense couldn't stop them. Exactly. So. At the time, I was saying to the people that I was with, why are they going for this? This doesn't make any sense. You've got to take the points here. In hindsight, I think Harbaugh made the right call. Because okay. his his team had given up 20 consecutive points. He didn't have any faith in his defense at that point. Right. You score a touchdown... Worst case scenario, the Bills get the ball at the 25-yard line. So they only have 75 yards to go. And oh, by the way, the Bills drive to end that game stalled out at the one-yard line. Now, granted, the Ravens were trying to let them score. Right. We could have scored. They was trying to let us score. We just decided to take the, get the first down and melt the clock, which was masterful. But go ahead. It was very good clock management. It was something perfect. we haven't always seen from. It was perfect. Everything worked just like you would want it scripted. Yes, yes. So, 
In hindsight, yes, I would have gone for it because if I'm John Harbaugh, I'm looking at it saying there's no way my defense is going to stop them. And also, it's Josh Allen. Like, how the hell do you stop that guy? Right. And and you saw that in the final drive. He just wasn't going to be denied. That pass to Dawson Knox, I mean, that was masterful. And then the play where he escaped two sacks, rolled to his left, hit Khalil Shakir on the sideline for a big first down. It was like, yep. oh, my God. Normal humans just cannot make that play. I agree. I, I'm I'm going to agree with you also. I understand uh, why Harbaugh did it. A lot of people are giving him, giving him hell because of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of people are giving him hell because of it. Also, not only what you just said, but also on top of that is Harbaugh has the equity in the program to be able to make that call. Yeah. Okay. Now, if your boy down in Miami do that, they, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's where you are in the league and with your team mm-hmm. where you could do stuff like that. Because if you're a new coach or is this your first head coach gig, you got to do everything scripted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like the draft. If you're a first time GM and you have no equity, you've done nothing, then you better pretty much pick who the pundits are saying you should pick. <laughs> because if you if you don't, you might not survive the heat you get. Harbaugh is just getting a little heat. But imagine if that was your boy down in Miami who did that. Right. They'll be calling for his head. Well, they might not because they're three they're three and one, but he'd be getting a whole he'll be catching hell a lot more than Harbaugh. So that's true. He's able to do that. So when you're able to do it, if he was a new coach, he probably would have did it. But I'm able to do this. So I totally agree. I, and I think they, that the second thing is I have Lamar Jackson. He's by far my best player on my team. I'm putting the ball in his right. hands when we have it. All right? Mm-hmm. You're right. The, the defense was a sieve. And you can see we were hot. So if they score there, and, and the dude was open. Like I said, the receiver was open in the back he of the He was defense. wide open. He was wide open. So you can't deny like, oh, the play was bad. That was just dumb. No, it's just Lamar got rushed. He made They made a good play. We made a better play. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's like, why you just don't throw it away? Because he's trying to make a play. So he's not thinking about, oh, if I throw out of bounds, they get it at the two. He's trying to make a play. And the dude right. was open. He just couldn't hit him. So and, and Because if you don't make a play there, that's that. Like, the, the, the game is tied. You, If you're a player, you want to put points on the board. And right. when they decided to go for it on fourth down, that is Harbaugh saying to Lamar Jackson, okay, this is it. You are going to win this game for us on this play. I, yeah. I I agree. I agree. You know what? Fourth down. Even if you have nothing, you just put the ball in the air and hope something happens. Yeah. And like I said, you're you're Baltimore man. You're trying to go for a win. This is you you about to lose your what? They said fifth game in a row. This is the yeah. first time they lost four five home games in a row. You're going for the win. I totally understand that. And like you know, my old adage is everybody wanna eat hamburgers, but nobody wants to slaughter the cow. So yeah, you gotta make decisions like that. Because if you go for three and the way your defense is played, then we would have scored a touchdown. And the way that drive went, even though they tried to let us score towards the end, was there any doubt that we was gonna go down and score? No. No, no doubt in my those, mind. We, we were seemingly scoring on every possession on except every for possession one that came scoring. off the turnover. Right. We could have scored a touchdown, but like you said, Sean McDermott was like, man, we great time management, great clock management. All right. 
And that's something we really haven't seen from uh, this team. And so mm-hmm. that was perfect. We didn't. I was like, don't give them nothing. I don't want to kick the ball off. I don't want the onside kick. I don't want him. I don't care. They don't have any time. I don't want Lamar Jackson with the ball again. And we did it. We had kicked a walk-off field goal. We would have missed or snap would have been off or whatever. That's the only criticism you could say. Well, whether it would have been a bad snap, a bad hold, or you're right. Then it would have been somewhere to win a ride. Then we would have just went to overtime and played it there. Mm-hmm. But I did not want to give them the ball back. So, I mean, I, I think everything worked out wonderfully, but I love the rationale. It was a chess match. Did you see – when Josh Allen on that final run and he was going down at the one yard line, the Ravens defender Calais Campbell tried to pick him up and carry him into the end zone. Yes, yes, that was a riot. I've never so seen funny. that before. So funny. Have you that seen so that before? Mm-mm. Not a defender try to carry you in the end zone. Right. Maybe maybe one of your offensive linemen try to carry you in the end zone. Well, know? that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. but not That's a defender. Not a defender. I've never seen that. Because it ain't too often that you see in the NFL, especially that you want to let somebody score. Right. We don't see that, you know, too often. So it's it's interesting because that's basically a team saying, We know we can't stop you. You've gotten too deep on us. We want to get the ball back with twenty seconds and hope. Right. That's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be in that situation, and like I said, that just shows what kind of team we are. We're a good team, man. Even yeah. with injuries and everything not going right, man, and and Josh Allen proved once again, man, the legend continues, man. He's that dude. He is that dude. He is him. Like the young young people say, he is him. Right, right. <laughs> and I expected the Bills to be able to throw the ball. They weren't throwing the ball. It. It's a little worrisome now. If if you're the Bills, do you start do you start bringing people up from well, I guess you have to bring people up from the practice squad at this point, but do you start looking at the trade market for receivers? Like we talked about, man, I think we do, man. We're getting thin at the receiver spot. Um, <clears throat> Jameson Crowder broke his ankle. He's going to be on IR. Isaiah McKenzie's in concussion protocol, so we don't know. I mean, maybe he'll be available. Maybe, maybe. A, I don't know. I think they're going to crack down on concussions now because of the uh, climate and what happened yeah. with Tua, so maybe not. But, I mean, with Shakur, man, I mean, I, I want to see more Shakur. Cure. To be I do, too. With you. I want to see more of them. Gabe Davis clearly isn't right. Do you want to see more of your special teamer out on the field? (sighs) Do you bring out Hodges? No, Hodgins can't get open. Mm. Although you do have Marcus Stevens coming off of uh, the pup list or IR. Coming off IR. Yeah, but we got to, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I Gabe Davis, and he just might be rusty. I'll give him another week this week to see how he looks. Um, Why would he be rusty, though? Maybe he just had an off game. Maybe the elements got to him. Like, yeah, maybe. obviously, he looked bad. Yes. And I'm just like, I'm not ready to just be like, okay, we got to sign somebody because of him. Like, I think we'll be okay. Diggs is okay, even though he had a costly drop. And we talked about this. We had like six, seven drops. Yes. And so – Maybe it was just an off. Excuse me. Maybe it was just an off game for our wide receiver core. But I tell you, I want to see more Shakur. I want to see more of him, and then we'll just see what happens this week at Pittsburgh. Before I'm like, okay, hit the waiver wire. 
Yeah, it, they they need more depth, especially at at the boundary, because you know, I, I'm not feeling very confident about what they have right now, and I I don't know. Somebody brought up, do you call Pittsburgh about Chase Claypool, and would Pittsburgh ever let him go? The one thing that the Bills seem to be lacking right now is a deep threat. And now maybe it's the way defenses are playing. And that's what I was about to say. Is it a deep threat or is it the fact that they're giving us everything underneath? Because they know that Josh Allen can take the top off a defense at any time. That's true. So we're just being patient and uh, taking what they give us. I I wouldn't necessarily say that. Okay. You know, because I I remember the first couple of games, it's like we dick a dunk, we take underneath, and then as soon as they come up, we get by them. It just didn't happen this game. And then some of that could be because of the surface. Right. So I, I, I'm not ready to say that yet. Okay. I'm not ready to say that yet. Um, my final thoughts on this game were Ravens fans are a delight to watch a game with. They they really are. I, I yes. had people, I'm in the bathroom line, they're asking me how I'm enjoying my experience, if I'm having a good day. Mm-hmm. We're having conversations in the stands about the game itself without people being overly obnoxious or biased. There was just... They were really welcoming. Mm-hmm. It was nice, man. It was a nice I, crew. I saw that a lot of that on social media also. There's a lot of Bills fans were saying how great and how much they respect uh, Ravens fans. Um, and also, you're, you're always going to have your pockets of buttholes. I mean, that's with every <laughs> fan base, right? But large, large and large, I heard good things this weekend. That they were very respectful. They're fun and all that good stuff. So that's good, man. That's good. I was going to my seats and walked by a Ravens fan who like screamed in my ear, like screamed, like "Go Ravens!" Whoa! And I like covered my ear, and I kind of like tapped him on the chest. I'm like, "Don't do that, man." And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, enjoy the game, man. <laughs> so polite. So awful. I'm like, it's okay. You were excited. Now you owe me new at your drum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, yeah, go. We're talking about the game this weekend. And so I know you said earlier that this is the first quarter, but now um, – one of the quarters got to have five games because we got 17 games instead of 16. Yeah, right. Right. So <laughs> I choose. I could move the goalposts when I want to because my name is on this podcast. Yes, you can. So I'm going to say the first quarter is going to be after this week. And that's only because we're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. And, and we're 15 point. Uh, we're 15 point favorites. Okay. So I'm looking at this as a win. I'm looking at this as we better win this game. We bet not lose this game at home, especially with the ticket prices. Have you seen the ticket prices for this game? No. To get to the stadium is like $250, bro. Dude, guess who's going to this game? Who? Me. You're going? I'm going. It was something that um, before the season began, my father said, hey, I want to take the whole family to a game. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, can you come up to for the Pittsburgh game? I said, sure, I can come up for that. And taking the entire family to the game turned out to be me, my wife, and one of my nephews, because everybody else begged out. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, sorry, Dad. That didn't work out, did it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
I think that it should be an easy day. And once again, in the NFL, anything can happen. But if we are who we think we are, I want to see us beat the scrubs. And so last year, I felt that way when we played Pittsburgh. I was I was disappointed that we lost to them last year. Okay. They, yeah, the Bills shouldn't have lost that game. We shouldn't have lost that game. So you go back and look at last year's schedule. We opened with Pitt and we lost. And then don't get me wrong. We just okay, we we crapped the bed. Whatever. That happens in the NFL season. But then we also lost to Jacksonville. And then we lost that stinker to New England. Mm-hmm. Right? So imagine if we win those three games. We go 15 and 2. And we're the number one seed, right? So this is the game. So for us to get to our goals, we want to be the number one seed. If you would have told us that we would go four, because let's assume we win this weekend. So that's four and one out of the first five games. Mm -hmm. The first five games, bro, has been as brutal as anybody in the NFL. Yeah. Brutal. And if you say, hey, Newt, we're going to give you four and one. Now, granted, I wouldn't have thought that that one would be Miami. No, I would. I would have thought it would have come out of the first two games. Out of the first two games, right? Or, or the or against the Ravens. Like, had the Bills lost the to the Ravens, I wouldn't have been shocked because the Ravens are good. They're good, but now it's kind of like I went into the game like, okay, you lost to Miami, don't lose to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, just you to me, if you want to be a one seed, like, don't great. We gonna make the playoffs, whatever. I mean, I, unless I'm catastrophe happened, knock on wood, we're going to make the playoffs. But if we want to be a one seed, you got to, to me, you have to beat the scrubs. And and Pittsburgh, you're coming in with a rookie guy. I think uh, Pickett is going to start his first yes. game. He and stuck it up last week. He threw like three picks Sunday, right? So right. this is going to be his first start. Now, granted, he's going to have a week of practice. But Leslie Frazier against a rookie quarterback, and we're going to be at home. Come on, man. We got to hang 30 on these dudes. This should be over quickly. That is exactly what I'm thinking. And I, I I think that if you are a rookie QB who's never started before, Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott are going to confuse you to the point that you're going to be lost. Right. Right. It should I, be an easy win, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But once again, last year, we we lost the three scrubs. And mm-hmm. so I know y'all are like, oh, that's disrespectful. Yep, I'm back on that now. Yeah, they're a scrub. Like if you're 15 points in, in NFL football is bananas. What do you mean 15 points? 15 points. Like the, the line. The line oh, is like 14 oh, and a half, 15 line. points. So they're basically saying, yeah, Buffalo, you're way better than this team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it ain't six, it ain't seven. Like even seven is a lot. Usually NFL is like three points, then two know? touchdowns. Yeah, what? <laughs> you're saying that we're gonna beat them by more than two touchdowns. That's what people are betting. So yeah, we got to stomp them out. So then we'll be if we win, that means we'll be four and one. And then the next, then that leads to the second quarter. Go three and one the next couple of games. Go three and one. You got Kansas City. Green Bay, Jets, and then Minnesota go three and one. I, I, I think it's entirely doable. Yeah, and then my and another thing I like tonight I didn't get to expound on this about Josh Allen is two hundred eighty yards, two touchdowns, right? 
But the biggest thing is you beat Lamar again. Uh-huh. You got to get in his head, right? Right. So you beat Lamar again. And I, if what was one of our goals this, this season? I want Josh Allen to be MVP. And so as his campaign manager, you did half your job. The other half is going to come next week. After Pittsburgh, we go to Kansas City again. Yeah. Right? Four o'clock game. Everybody going to see it. If he beats Patty Mahomes, and Patty Mahomes is playing wonderfully, right? Did you see that touchdown he threw the other day? You see when he ran all around and threw the touchdown, like right at the end, is he getting hit? Yeah. Okay. Those are Heisman, like we already talked about, like Heisman moments. People are seeing that. So he, if you go in there and you go to Kansas City and you beat him, you'll be the front runner for MVP. It'll be your trophy to lose. Right. Right. Man, that's so a that's good what point. Be, that's what I'm going to be looking for, man. And then after, and then after that, you're gonna be facing the well. It'll be a bye week, and then Green Bay comes to town. Then you'll be facing the current MVP. So you got opportunities to secure the trophy, and you just got to keep playing at the high level that you're playing at. I, I think you're right because people have been talking about Lamar being the MVP front runner. Hey, you start winning. Yeah, we beat him head to head at his place. Yep. So, man. Okay. So I guess we have a nice preview of what's coming next week, which is our first quarter trend report. Mm-hmm. Got Pittsburgh this week. Big win. So, hey, 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 hey. <laughs>